Hello, hello, hello. It is your girl, Anika, coming to you straight from the principal's office. Yes, I guess you could say I'm the principal. So, guys, I'm super excited to be with you today. This is the first official episode of the principal's office, the podcast. And, um, I have an episode out there really short, just a brief introduction of myself and what the podcast was all about. But today we're going to get down into um, what I came here for. Okay, so what I want to do is kind of just for those that didn't hear that first podcast, even though I'm going to need you to go and listen to that one and kind of catch yourself up. Um, I am going to share again, you know, what I mean by principal's office. Um, of course, it's a play on the word principal because it's not principal, the person. A-L is principal, L-E. And so I wanted to share um, what the podcast was about. What we're going to be doing here weekly is pretty much taking a look at biblical principles from a real world down to earth perspective and how we can take those principles that um, are in the Bible and apply them to our lives today. Some of us are probably already doing it. So we'll look at those things. We'll explore because what it's about is applying those principles and living our best lives because of it. Um, because there's some promises attached to those principles. So that's really um, what this is about. But there will be guests, there will be discussion, there will be challenges and reflection. And most of all, I want you guys out there to participate. So I'm going to start by defining the word principle. Not because I don't think y'all know but just because I think that it's important that I do this. So principle, and I believe this was from the Cambridge um, Dictionary. Um, I kind of took a couple of definitions and put them together. But principle, by definition, is a basic truth, idea, rule, or standard that explains or controls how something happens or works. Okay, one more time, because I feel like I left something out. A principle is a basic truth, idea, rule, or standard of good behavior that explains or controls how something happens or works. So I want you to remember that as we discuss these principles, that what it is, excuse me, guys, what it is, is, you know, a pretty basic rule or idea, you know, or understanding of, you know, why something happens or, you know, cause and effect pretty much, right? So we'll get into all of that. But today, guys, today I want to talk about the biblical principle of sowing and reaping. Reaping and sowing. Same things, forward and backward, however you want to say it. The principle of reaping and sowing. Now, some of us may understand what we're about to get into as um, karma or, you know, paying it forward or what goes around comes around. Right. All of those kind of describe the principle of reaping and sowing. But let's talk about let's break down reaping and let's break down sowing. Right. Let's get into this. So and excuse me, I don't know why I have this this cough and I have to keep clearing my my throat. I hope I'm not bothering you guys by that. So, okay, reaping. Reaping is obtaining something. Getting something back. Um, That's simply put. I'm not trying to make this so complicated, right? Reaping is obtaining something, getting something back after something's been done. 
you know, something coming to you. That's what reaping is. Sowing is actually putting something in. It is planting. That's synonymous for sowing, right? Kind of lines up with planting. So simple. Reaping is getting something back, obtaining something, and sowing is putting something in, planting something. Okay? All right. Now, (laughs) based upon those definitions and those explanations of reaping and sowing, kind of sounds like farming, right? Yeah, I know. That's what you all thinking. Well, I agree. And you're right. And that's going to bring me to the first scripture um, that is pretty much foundational for what we're going to share today. Um, So just so you know, I will have a couple. um, It might be one. It might be two. It might be three. It might be four foundational scriptures for our principle that we'll be um, discovering. So I'm going to share where you can find it in the Bible. I'm going to share the actual scripture and um, I'll repeat it perhaps just so um, I make sure that you guys get it and you can write it down and refer back to it. So the first place that we're going to look at is 2 Corinthians and we're going to look at chapter 9. And we're going to look at verses 6 through, let's see, how far should we explore today in 2 Corinthians chapter 9, verses 6 through 10. How about that? Okay. Verses 6 through 10. Okay, thank you for being patient with me, guys. All right, so 2 Corinthians chapter 9, verses 6 through 10, and I tend to read from the New Living Translation, NLT. Um, I really like that, but I also like the Amplified. I like the NIV. I mm, Sometimes I like ESV. Um, I also like the King James version and the new King James version. And then once in a while, I also have to go into the message and get it that way. But most of the time I'll be using the NLT. Okay. So let's go. Verse six says, remember this, a farmer who plants Only a few seeds will get a small crop, but the one who plants generously will get a generous crop. You must decide in your heart how much to give and don't give reluctantly or in response to pressure for God loves a person who gives cheerfully and God will generously provide all you need. Then you will always have everything you need and plenty left over to share with others. As the scriptures say, they share freely and give generously to the poor. Their good deeds will be remembered forever. For God is the one who provides seed for the farmer and then bread to eat. In the same way, he will provide and increase your resources and then produce a great harvest of generosity in you. Did y'all get that? Did y'all get that? That's good. That is good. So remember, we're talking about reaping and sowing. And it sounds like a farmer, right? So we're talking about the farmer that's planting seed. If this farmer expects a great harvest, he has to plant generously. If he, and no farmer, let me tell you, no farmer wants a small crop, okay? If he only plants a few seeds, then that's all he can expect. This scripture also talks about, 
you planting from your heart, not doing it, you know, reluctantly or grudgingly or because somebody forced you, but because you actually want to. Okay. It said, don't give in response to pressure because God is not really pleased with that. So it's a waste of time. If you're going to give out of pressure, you might as well keep it to yourself because God is not even pleased by that. Right. He wants us to do it cheerfully. And then what will happen? God will generously provide all you need. Now, I want to stop there for a second. All you need. Now, for some of us, that kind of sounds like, yeah, right, right? I don't know nobody who has everything they need, whether they, you know, believe in God, they worship God, they go to church and read the Bible or whatever the case may be. So that can't be true. Well, I promise, stick with this podcast as we discover more and more and more. And you'll see what all represents when we're talking about it in the Bible. I'll say this, all means all. And a lot of times we have and we're equipped with everything that we need, but we just don't know it. And guess what? If you don't know that you have something, then you're not going to use it, right? So we'll talk about that later. That's a whole nother podcast. But... So the scripture continues to say that God is the one who provides seed to the farmer in the first place. Hmm. So a farmer wants a crop. He needs a crop because that's how he makes his living. That's his livelihood. That's the expectation of a farmer. So verse 10 shows that where the farmer got the seed in the first place is from God. And then... God provides the bread to eat. So God provided the seed and he also provided the harvest. Look at that. But if there was no seed planted, if that farmer did not do the work and plant that seed, there would be no harvest return. There would be no bread to eat. There would be no crop. And so in the same way that God gives that seed to that farmer to sow so that he can produce a crop and have bread to eat because again, that's that farmer's livelihood. In the same way, he will provide and increase your resources. What are your resources? Do you have a job? You earn a salary, you earn a paycheck, you know, do you receive a pension? Um, do you receive, um, do you, do you do stocks or investments? You know, what are your resources that you're using right now for your livelihood? But in that same way, he's going to provide and increase those resources. And then he's going to provide a great harvest of generosity in you. What does that mean? That means that as he increases your resources, that means that as he provides and increases your resources, he's going to put He's going to give you a heart of generosity so that why? So that you could continue to sow so that you can continue to sow because reaping and sowing is a continual, continual thing. Remember some of the things that I said may be more familiar to most of us, like paying it forward, right? You know, when you think about paying it forward, you know, I don't know how old everybody is out there, but there was a movie all about that. And I love that movie. It was so, so dope. But there's a lot of people um, that we see in the news or it goes viral. It's on YouTube where they paid it forward. And it was just this continual cycle, um, you know, like in a in the line at the drive through. And it's like, you go up there, you you pay for your food, and then you're like, oh, I'm going to pay for the car behind me. And when they get to the window, the person in the drive-thru tells them that their food is already paid for. And they're like, okay, well, I'm going to pay for the, the car behind me. And it just continues and it continues. You know why? Because that act of generosity that was in that first person's heart, it sparked something. And so for the next person to come and say, wow, that person before me did that for me. They did this random act of kindness and generosity for me. Then it provides a great harvest of generosity because everybody in the line will continue to do it. Because if you drove up and expected to pay for your food anyway, 
why not pay for the person's behind behind you, right? And we all know, let's just be real, everybody is not going to do it. It'll stop at some point. It might stop when the line is through or it might stop right after the second person. Nevertheless, it was paid forward. Nevertheless, understand that the person who drove away, who started it, it's like, oh, what did he receive, right? Or what did she receive? Well, we're going to look at our next scripture. And I want you to be encouraged that, trust me, they will receive. They will receive. Okay? When you plant, when you sow, you will always reap a harvest. It is just up to you what kind of harvest you reap. Okay? So, 2 Corinthians chapter 9, verses 6 through 10 is what we just shared. And that was out of the New Living Translation. So... I mentioned this earlier, right? Some of these things we're already doing. It might be somebody listening right now that's like, oh yeah, I did that the other day in the grocery store or I was at the the coffee shop and someone did that for me or I did that. So some of these things we're already doing, but we don't realize that we are activating the principle of reaping and sowing. Some of these things, we're not intentional. We're just doing it. But what we're doing is we are activating the principle of reaping and sowing into our lives. And so here's the thing. I want you to be aware. I want you to be aware of this principle and I want you to be intentional about it. It's not something that, you know, yeah, it's not about, oh, well, I'm only doing this to see what I can get in return. No, 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 no. You shouldn't only be doing it to see what you get in return. However, you should be expecting a return. Okay. No good farmer plants a seed and doesn't expect the crop. It just doesn't even make sense. Okay. And we use the farming or farmer analogy, which is you know, what Jesus did and what the writers of the Bible did because it's relatable. But I want to talk about what seeds look like, right? But let let me finish this. This is my purpose. I want you guys, because a lot of you are saying, oh, I do things like that all the time, right? Did you know that you were activating the principle of reaping and sowing into your life? You have to be aware and you have to be intentional because it is then when you will ensure that you are sowing into good ground because that's important, okay? The reason that's important is, let's go back to the farmer. Before the farmer plants their seed, they prepare the ground, right? They know the ground that they're working with because they're the ones that, you know, till the ground and they got the the soil ready and they did all of that stuff or a gardener, right? Some, I know I got some gardeners out there, right? With that garden in the backyard or in the front yard and your cucumbers or, you know, whatever. And before you planted the seed, you made sure that your soil was ready. Why? Because it was important. Because if it wasn't, then the harvest that came forth may not be a good harvest, right? Or it might not come forth at all. Even worse, because the ground wasn't ready. So when you are, you know, um, planting, you want to make sure and you're sowing, you want to make sure that the ground is good. So we got to be aware. We have to be intentional so that we can make sure that we are sowing into good ground. Okay. Now, Here's the thing. We can recognize when the harvest comes forth if we are aware that we are sowing, that we're planting right now. Then we'll actually recognize when the harvest comes forth because we will know that we planted a seed, right? 
it is an injustice to receive, to reap a harvest and not recognize it. So we want to be aware. We want to be intentional. We want to sow into good ground and we want to recognize when the harvest comes forth in our lives so that we can celebrate that so that we can celebrate the one who made it so so that we can celebrate the one who provided the seed in the first place and then gave us a harvest in return. The one who provided and increased our resources so that we could produce a great harvest of generosity because that's what the word says, right? And we want to celebrate that one who did that. So when we recognize the harvest, when it comes forth, we'll do that. So <clears throat> let's look at um, let's look at our second scripture. Okay, so our second scripture is um, Galatians. We're going to go into the book of Galatians. Okay. Give me a minute to get there, guys. So I really want to receive messages from you all. If you are enjoying this podcast, if you're getting something out of it, if you learn something, I want you to, you know, learn me something because I believe that we were all created and we are all valuable And so valuable people have valuable things to share. I truly believe that. And so we can add value to each other. And so I want you to let me know if you're getting something out of this. Okay. So we're going to look at Galatians 6 and hmm, where shall I start? Let me take a look here. Wow. It's all so good. And guys, Galatians 6, that is the last um, chapter in Galatians. So don't ever let anybody tell you to go to Galatians 7. (laughs) Okay, it doesn't exist. All right, let's go ahead and start at verse 7. And we'll just look at verse seven, okay? Because I mentioned this earlier. Remember the first one in the drive-through that started the pay it forward, um, sold a seed of generosity by paying for the person's food behind them and then just kept it moving and pulled out of the driveway. And I said, listen, don't worry about him or her because they will definitely be reaping a harvest, right? Um, And this is how I know. So let's explore Galatians chapter six, verse seven. Here's what the principle says. It says, don't be misled. You cannot mock the justice of God. You will always harvest what you plant. One more time. Excuse me. I had to clear my throat for that one. Galatians 6, verse 7. Don't be misled. You cannot mock the justice of God. You will always harvest what you plant. Period. With the T. Okay. So what does that mean? That means that there's nothing you can do about the principle of reaping and sowing. It is going to happen. And if you sow something, you can't undo it. Okay. You're going to harvest what you plant. So the harvest is what you reap. What you plant is what you sowed. So that's just fair. Okay. Um, New Living Translation says the justice of God. 
And it wants us not to be confused. Don't think that, you know, somehow or another, you can plant one thing, but then harvest the opposite. No, 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 no. Let's go back to the farmer. Let's go back to the gardener. When you plant cucumber seeds into the ground, do not think that you are going to spring forth a grapevine. It's not going to happen. It's just not. Don't expect it. Would that even be right? No, it wouldn't. You planted cucumber seeds. What you need to be looking for are cucumbers. What you need to be praying is that the cucumbers come out, you know, bountifully. What? Did you did you did you sow bountifully? How many seeds did you actually put in the ground? <laughs> Remember taking it back to 2 Corinthians sowing bountifully versus sparingly. So God will not be mocked. Whatever you sow, you will harvest just that. And I keep repeating that because, again, like I said, we recognize karma. We recognize what goes around, comes around. We recognize, you know, paying it forward. And so let's just be real. If you are a person that is going around sowing discord and just, you know, sowing um separation, sowing anger, sowing bitterness, sowing nastiness. You're 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 planting seeds of of just awful things, okay? Because of whatever reason, because maybe you're hurt, right? We know that hurt people hurt people. That's what, you know, they say or misery loves company, right? Remember, all of those things are seeds too. We're going to talk about the different seed types, but please understand, monetary seeds are not the only seeds that we can plant. That person in the drive-through, the fact that he paid for the person's food behind him, it's not just a monetary seed that he planted. It's also a seed of generosity, right? That 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 God increases in you as you plant seed because he gives seed to the sower. So if you plant all those other things we were discussing, hmm, what kind of harvest do you think you're going to get back? If we are planting seeds of and sowing seeds, sowing seeds of gossip and backbiting, then what kind of harvest do you think we're going to reap, right? I mean, let's just be for real. We probably all have had, you know, things said about us or been talked about behind our backs or, you know, even perhaps lied on. Um, We may have experienced these things in our lives. And here's the thing. Hindsight. They say hindsight is 2020, but I tell you, reflection is 2020, and God will allow you to reflect on some things sometimes. And if we reflect, <clears throat> I guarantee you, somewhere down the line, we planted, we sowed those kinds of seeds. We talked about somebody else behind their back, okay? We lied on somebody else. You know, whatever our reasons for it was, we might not even have felt like it was malicious. Maybe we felt like, oh, it was just a small little lie or it was whatever, right? It could have been a long time ago. But the fact is, is that we planted it. And remember, do not be misled. You cannot mock the justice of God. God is a just God. You will always harvest what you plant, period. Now, even as a farmer or a gardener, 
you know, when you plant a seed, you know, based upon, I guess, historical crops and things like that, you have an expectation of when your harvest will come forth and everything. Um, Excuse me. I'm so sorry. Let me drink some water because I don't know what's going on with my throat today. Excuse me. So I'm not a gardener, guys, but I don't know if like when you get a um, when you get seeds like the bag of seeds, if on the back of it, it tells you how soon, you know, your tomatoes should come forth or, you know, or anything like that. But the fact of the matter is there's some timeline that, you know, planters have, you know, to put on when their harvest comes. The fact of the matter is it's an estimate. I want to tell you that right now because there's so many other elements and factors that go into whether or not that harvest even comes forth at all or when it comes forth. So it is a prediction, but it's not a guarantee. Okay. Now with the principle of reaping and sowing, you can be sure that you will always harvest what you plant as the word tells us but you cannot be sure when it's going to come okay but you can be sure that it will come so like I said some of us have had those things happen to us and listen we could have planted those seeds goodness in high school and this is something that we may have experienced you know in our 20s our late 20s or our 30s you know, at the job or something like that. And it's like, why is this happening? Right? We're completely different people. We don't do things like that anymore. But the thing is, is that something like that never happened to us in high school, right? We were the ones doing it, perhaps. And I'm just, these are just examples, guys. Um, You know, because I know, and I'll just be transparent. I know that I've done it. And again, I wasn't like this cruel girl or mean girl or anything like that but I just have I I I know that I've done it and guess what it has happened to me that's all I got to say about that (laughs) okay um so all right let's think about um let's think about the opposite right if we sow good words or words of encouragement or, you know, just things that make people feel good and put a smile on their face, like compliments and things like that. And we plant those kind of seeds, right? Um, What kind of harvest do you think we're going to get back? That's just how it works. If you ever feel like, oh, you have someone around you, whether it's a coworker, a friend, a family member that always knows how to put a smile on your face or keep a smile on your face, always says the right things to you. And it's right on time when you needed that pick me up. That's not a coincidence. You are reaping a harvest of the seeds that you have planted. Okay. So this is what I want us to remember. I want us to be intentional. We are doing things already, guys. I know we are. But I want you to know that you are activating the principle of reaping and sowing into your lives. And I want you to be aware and be intentional so that you can make sure you're sowing in the good ground. Now, let me, let me, let me circle back to that. Well, how do you know something's good ground, right? Well, If you have something, you should multiply it. Well, how do you do that? And the reason I say that is because that's also a principle, okay, of God to be fruitful and multiply. And I know you've heard that. And every time we hear that, we think that just means procreation. That just means making babies, right? That is not the only thing it means, okay? But I get it. I know that's the first thing I thought about the first time I heard that too, Because that is one thing we do need to do that as well in order to continue the earth, right? But it's not just that. So 
If God gives you something, he expects you to multiply it. And let me tell you what the word says about that. He says that he will multiply your seed sown. Okay. And that was hot off the press, guys. So I'm going to tell you where that is located um, in the Bible. He will multiply your seed sown. And that's just another principle. That's the way God works. So his expectation is that when he um, when he gives you something, he expects you to multiply it. Okay. Let's see. Multiply your seed sown. I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. Now, I tell you what. I, I know the word of God, I do, but I am also a student. So I study the word of God just like I encourage um, all of my listeners to do because we're supposed to study to show ourselves approved anyway. So you don't just take my word for it, anything that I'm telling you, right? Just um, that's why I want to give you scripture and verse so that you can look Look at it yourself. And then when you get a revelation, I want you to share it. Um, Oh, my goodness. So, you know what? Multiply your seed sown is in the scripture that we already looked at. (laughs) It's just a different translation. So, remember I said I like the New King James Version too? I do. And I guess that's where I've seen that before. Um, because whatever's in you is going to come out of you. And that's why it came out of me. So in second Corinthians nine and 10, where, um, I shared that he gives, God gives seeds to the sower in the King Jake, I'm sorry, the new King James version. It says now may he who supplies seeds to the sower and bread for food supply and multiply the seeds you have sown and increase the fruits of your righteousness. Woo! That is heavy, heavy, heavy. Now, righteousness, guys, just means right standing. It just means that you and God are good. Me and God, we're good, right? Right now, we're not on the outs. We are doing good. So, um, same scripture, 2 Corinthians 9, verse 10 just in the new King James. And I really like the way that one reads too. Okay. So he's going to give you the seed. Then he's going to multiply the seed that you're sown. That's how, that's how you're going to get your harvest back. That's why it's important for you to purpose in your heart to sow bountifully, right? To, so that you can, he can multiply the bountiful seed. So of course, what is that going to be um, harvest back to you? You're going to reap a bountiful harvest. Okay. All right. Good, 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 good. That was good. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Hot off the press. I love it when those come to us like that. So I want to talk about some things that I know ha- has happened to you. I know you're all thinking about things that have have ha- has happened to you. And you're like, oh, my goodness. Well, that was probably me reaping a harvest or, you know, oh, yeah, I, I, I sold. Yeah. And then I reaped this the other day. Well, good. Think about these things. Have you ever had someone say the right thing to you at the right time? Right. I was just talking about that. You're feeling down. You need to pick me up. And then they say the right words to you. And it just lifts your spirits immediately. Like it turns your frown upside down. And they came across your path. I mean, it could have been somebody in the elevator. It could have been a stranger. It could have been a coworker. It could have been your spouse that you woke up with that morning, right? And here's the thing. Don't take for granted that these people, even when it's our family, friends, or coworkers, or spouse, that... Oh, well, of course they have to say this. No, they don't. Because we we argue with those same individuals, right? And good morning is enough, right? Sometimes so, or hello. But no, they said something more that lift your spirits and it was exactly what you needed. What about 
Have you ever gone through a toll booth, guys? And, you know, or you in a line at the supermarket. And, um, well, this is me at the toll booth because I never have cash, right? And then I'll end up going somewhere where I have to cross a toll and I'm kind of digging in the car, da 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 And I'm looking because I'm like, I know I dropped some change somewhere. And sometimes when I'm doing that, I'm holding up the line. I'm holding up the cars behind me. And, you know, I have had people literally get out of their car and come over and just drop the change into the toll booth for me. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, thank you so much. You know, and they're like, no, no problem. Now, hey, perhaps they did that because they're like, hello, I got somewhere to go. I need you to keep it moving. Or... You know, perhaps they were just that generous. I mean, or guess what? Maybe that was them last week looking for change when they were going through the toll or even in the supermarket. And I know that I've had this happen to me. And I know that I've done this for other people. I've done the toll thing for other people, too. But um, in the supermarket and, you know, the cashier gives the total and it's like, you know, nine dollars and seventy two cents or ten dollars and seventy two cents. And the person pulls out the $10 bill and they're looking for the change. And it's like, you know, they're digging for it. And they pull out some, but they don't have it all or whatever the case may be. And again, you're behind them in line. And you're like, oh, don't worry about it. Here you here you go. You know, you pass them a dollar or you give it to the cashier. And, you know, I know for me, I'm always like, oh, no, you don't have to do that because... The chances are is that I probably have it or I might have to just go back out to the car. But, you know, that person still didn't think, you know, anything about it. Like, this is nothing, right? Let me just go ahead and give them a dollar. Now, I'm going to tell you, that person does not, may not even understand that they have just activated the principle of reaping and sowing. Because remember, God will not be mocked, okay? Whatever you sow, you will reap. So they might not even know that or they might understand that principle. And that's why they actually did it. Okay, whatever the case may be or the person you did it for, like might not understand the principle of reaping and sowing. So doesn't even realize that, you know, right now they're being sold into. Are they good ground? Are they going to pay it forward? Are they going to, you know, so generosity when they have opportunity because guess what God is going to increase them and God is going to increase their harvest of generosity as well and increase their resources that's how it continues to be a continual thing has that ever happened to you guys what about car trouble have you been driving along and you've had unexpected um you know, car trouble, car conks out, like what this, you didn't plan on needing to, you know, get a new starter or need a new alternator. And you don't have the money for that. You know, you don't have this emergency fund saved up and a coworker or a friend or a family member, um, offers to take a look at it because they work on cars. (laughs) Right. And then they're like, Oh yeah, it's your starter, you know, or it's the alternator. And they offer to do the repairs free of charge or for a price that you could afford, right? Simply because it happened and you went to work and you you were talking to one of your coworkers about it. And they said, oh, Tony, Tony works on cars. He could probably look at it. You were talking about the fact that you don't know where you're going to get the money to pay for this, right? Or you're talking to a family member on the phone and they just offer you the money for it. Come, I know how important it is for you to have your car. You got to get back and forth to work. You got to get the kids to school, you know, this and that here. Right. And they just want to give it to you even better. Right. It's not even a loan. They're not even worried about getting it back. These things happen when they happen. Are we recognizing them for what they are? Are we recognizing that a harvest came forth in our lives based upon things that we have sown? If we're not, we have to start recognizing them because I'm going to tell you, the purpose of it is not just to bless us. The purpose of it is not just to increase us. The purpose of it is to celebrate 
the one who caused it to happen so that he can be glorified in the earth. So that when you share with someone else how it happened for you, how you didn't know where you was going to get the money to fix this car and then somebody bless you with the money. When you share that with them, they get excited about it and you can tell them, I know that this is a harvest coming back to me because, you know, I've I've sown good things into good ground. Okay, so we want to be paying attention and think about it. That person, your friend's husband, your friend, your family member, your coworker who says, oh, I'll take a look at it. Oh, yeah, I can take care of that. It's just your alternator. Guess what they're doing? They are sowing into you. They are sowing. They are planting a seed and they're using their talents. They're using their skills. They're using their gift to plant a seed. We're going to talk about that because remember I said there's different types of seeds. So have any of these things ever happened to you guys? Let me tell you, each one of them, okay, the one who said the right words to you and brought your spirits up. Didn't even know that you were feeling down and depressed. The person who paid that toll or gave you the the, the extra money that you needed in the line of the supermarket or helped you with that unexpected car trouble. Each one of them were sowing into you. But guess what? You were reaping a harvest at that very moment when you received those words of encouragement. When you receive that toll booth being paid for you, when you receive that blessing of that car repair, you were reaping a harvest. Guess where it came from? From seeds that you've sown down the line. Because remember Galatians 6 and 7, guys. Don't be misled. God is fair. Okay? He's fair. He will not be mocked. What you sow, what you plant, will surely reap a harvest. So... I want you to understand that. I want you to understand that. So let's talk about the different types of seeds. So some of the things that I was sharing, you know, it kind of dealt with money. You know, we're using the gardener and the farmer analogies and we're talking about people paying for stuff, you know. But then we were talking about also that person who decided to fix your car, right? Because they work on cars and they know how to do it and it was nothing for them. That's because seeds come in different forms, okay? We plant, a seed is something that can be planted and bring forth return. Seeds are valuable, guys. They are super valuable. If I could put these seeds in the ground and then get cucumbers, why does, how did, how did that seed become valuable? Why? Because a cucumber, I can sell cucumbers, and like farmers sell their crops and it's their livelihood and that's how they survive and they live and they feed their family. I can eat the cucumbers because food is a basic need of survival, right? We have to eat. So seeds are valuable. And so anything that we have of value is a seed that we can plant, okay? So the types of seeds, guys, excuse me, I'm so sorry. It's three T's. I want you to remember the three T's, okay? Your time, your talents, and your treasure. T3, okay? Or T to the third power, however you want to remember it. Your time, your talents, and your treasure. So, your time is what? What does that mean? Quality time. You know, things take time to do. Um, Time is valuable, Have you ever went to visit with someone in the hospital? Have you ever been relief for somebody else who was caring for someone in the hospital or at home that was sick and they've been there for two days and you're like, you know what? You go home, you sleep, you shower. I'll sit with with Aunt Sophie, right? Have you visited someone in prison? Have you volunteered your time at the PTA? Have you volunteered your time at a charitable event? Have you spent quality time with someone who needed it? Have you been a mentor with someone, right? 
What about that conversation, that friend or that person that really needed somebody to talk to and you carved out time in your day? Because let's face it, we are busy. We have lives of our own. We have things that we are doing. And to say, oh, I'm going to take 30 minutes or an hour and I'm going to talk to my cousin or my friend or whatever because I know she's been going through that sometimes has to be scheduled and that is very valuable. So your time, okay? Then your talents, what are, what are those? Your abilities, guys, your skills, your gifts. The person who knows how to fix cars, that's a talent, that's a skill set. Do you know how to do hair? Maybe you're not a beautician or maybe you are a beautician, but you have a gift to do hair. Even though you, you might be a... I don't know. You might be a accountant. <laughs> you know how to do hair. You know how to do perms. You know how to, you know, do a pressing curl. You know how to do braids. Are you sewing that? Did you decide to, you know, do someone's hair, a friend or a family member who doesn't have money to go to the salon or time to go to the salon? Did you fix someone's car? Do you, are you a skilled writer? Maybe in your profession, what you do professionally, right? Because you have the schooling and you have the experience. Are you sewing that? Meaning not at your job because you get a paycheck for that. Okay. Not talking about that. I'm talking about, for example, guys, professionally, I am a trainer. So I'm a corporate trainer and I get paid by the company that I work for, right? But do I use my skill of being a facilitator, of being a trainer in any other capacity where I'm not necessarily getting paid for it, but it's going to benefit the audience that I'm presenting to? Do I? If you know how to write, did you help somebody, you know, spice up their cover letter or their resume because they're looking for a new job? Because you have a gift to write. Your talents, right? Those are seeds, guys. And then your treasure. Your treasure, of course, is your your money, period, right? <laughs> it's your money. It's things of value. Th th those are also your words, okay? Words. Those are your treasures, because what you say at your mouth is so valuable. So are you sowing good things? Are you sowing those gifts of, of words and encouragement and uplifting things to other people? Motivation. Are you giving your money? Are you giving money? Period. Giving money. Not lending money, but giving money. Did you pay for the person's food behind you, right? And then something of value, meaning it means something to you. Not, it's not going to hurt you if you give this coat to somebody. It's a coat from two years ago, right? So I'm going to donate it. No, it's the coat that you love to wear. It goes perfect with your brown riding boots, but you know somebody who needs a coat. And they actually complimented you on that coat. Oh my gosh, that coat is so nice. And you know that they wouldn't be able to get it on their own. Did you give them that coat? That's a seed. That's your treasure because that is something valuable to you. That's something that you love, right? Sometimes, and not sometimes, but yeah, well, I'm going to say sometimes we have to part from those things that... um that costs us something because if it doesn't cost you anything it's not really a seed it's not really an offering right it needs to cost you something it needs to mean something to you because then you're really really planting a seed that can be multiplied back to you then it's really good ground because you were willing to make a sacrifice of something valuable to you or your money okay so time talents and treasures those are just some examples guys and I want to share this quote that um, I heard. And I don't know. Um, it might have been my co-pastor, but she said, if it can't meet your need, then it must be a seed. Period. It's for someone else. It's for someone else. Okay. 
listen, sometimes, you know, you have a $5 bill and you done paid your, your, you know, your bills and you've, or maybe right now you need gas in your car and $5 is not enough because you got to put premium in your car. You drive a Lexus, you drive a Mercedes and you're waiting on payday, but you got $5 and somebody is literally, you got gas in a car, but you need gas. You're just not sure if it's going to make, you know, make you to the end of the week, but somebody just ran out of gas and they're on the side of the road and you have a $5 bill. Guess what? That $5 can't meet your need right now, but it can definitely meet their need right now. It must be a seed. It's for somebody else. Remember, our gifts are for others. That's why they call them gifts, right? Doesn't that make sense? A gift is for somebody else. So when we are sowing our gifts, our skills, our abilities, that's the the talent, right? Of course, it's for somebody else. That's what we're supposed to do with them. When we're sowing words of encouragement, we're giving that compliment. When we're sowing wisdom, that is planting a seed of treasure. When we're sowing our money and then our time, don't forget to spend time. So here's the challenge, guys. Okay, I know it was a lot, but take your time listening to this podcast. Play it over, play it over. You know, do whatever you need to do to get it. But here's the thing. This week, sow a seed of your time, your talent, or your treasure. Volunteer some time somewhere. Go visit with a family member that's sick or someone who just needs company, right? Call them up. What skill or gift or ability can you share with someone? Listen, let me tell you something. If you are a service worker, like, you know, a barber, a beautician, um, a makeup artist, and you work for yourself, especially, or even, even if you don't, even if you work at a barbershop or beauty salon, listen, at some point you should be sewing that skill set somewhere. You should be, you know, giving out free haircuts for back to school for a certain number of young boys or maybe in an undeserved, uh, underserved um, population, something along those lines. Same thing with beauticians, right? So that would be your talents. Um, and then your treasure. Donate money. You know, if you see a need, meet it. Just meet it, right? Um I want us to remember also that our harvest is not always instant. It's not always exactly what we expect either. Okay. But it is also not always the same. Like, oh, if I sow money, I'm going to reap money. Now, usually it is. So I want us to be recognizing our harvest when they come, guys, so that we can celebrate the one who made it so, the one who gave us the seed in the first place, and the one who caused the harvest to come. Because remember, Somebody talked about me and when I was 27 and talked behind my back and lied to me and I planted that seed back in high school. So it wasn't an instant reaping, but it came forth. So remember, it's not always instant. Don't play games like, oh, I planted a seed. Okay, where's my harvest? Where's my harvest? No, understand that this is a principle that will happen and cannot be avoided, but don't expect it necessarily to be instant and don't expect it to be exactly the same thing that you sold. Be paying attention though. Be intentional and be aware because a harvest is going to come forth and celebrate when it happens, right? But remember that he will multiply our seeds sown. So also be cheerful about it. When you're being intentional, also be cheerful about it, okay? I know it was a mouthful, guys. I love, love, love this principle. There's so many more that we're going to dig into. So I want you to remember this week, um, sow, sow, sow a seed of your time, talent, and treasure, and then message me about it. Message me about what you did. I promise you, you're going to bless somebody else, but you're going to bless yourself too, because it feels great. It feels great to know that you've done this, okay? And that you can be expecting and that you that you planted a seed and God is going to give you more seed to plant, okay? And that you may have 
activate and compel somebody else to do the same thing. And it'll be this continual reaping and sowing and reaping and sowing going on into the world of good things, into good ground. Okay, so message me. Let me know how it's going. I'm going to do the same thing. And the next podcast will be um, a reflection of, you know, how it felt or what I did. And I want to hear from you guys too, okay? Um, Please let me know. Until next time, take care, guys. We'll see.